You're tuning in to AfterBuzz TV's The Christmas 24-7 channel. Keeping the spirit of Christmas 24-7. Give, forgive, be merry. Christmas is a holiday where you have to buy presents for everybody. But James, it's Christmas. Christmas is all about people coming in and trying to buy all the woodwork. James. James. Okay, you're right. It's Christmas. Christmas. Okay. I'm James Live Jr., Super Organizer, and this is the Super Organizer Christmas Show on the Christmas 24-7 channel. Music to my ears. Here we do it. It's it the is most the most wonderful time of the world, and it is here at the Super Organizer Christmas Show. I'm James Live Jr., Super Organizer, and we're talking Christmas 24-7 on the Christmas 24-7 channel. I'm so happy this is a fun episode because we're talking traditions. These are traditions that I know all about. I come from a multicultural background, so we're going to talk about that. Now, everybody celebrates the same things. It's kind of piggybacks off of, you watched the six months of Christmas, they just show on some traditions on there, too. So, shout out to Kuno Nagaro and Jeff and Aaron, all of them. They have a show on some of their traditions they were talking about. These are mine. These are the ones that I know of that I have actually celebrated. Um, some people come from very different backgrounds, which just makes the world go around, which I love that. And I, am, I come from all kinds of backgrounds, and I've celebrated since I was a child to an adult. Uh, different things. <clears throat> so we're going to talk about three of them. Dutch, the Creole traditions, and Puerto Rican. It's about three. And I'm going to show you some stuff as we go along. Each of them are very different, but they're all about family and a little bit of history and food. Everything's food, kids. It's all about food. When it comes to the holiday season, that's like my major problem. But I'm very happy to tell you, eggnog, which is one thing I love so much, I found a lactose-free eggnog I can drink. That makes me happy. I can actually do that now. So I, my life can go on this holiday season. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is the Dutch tradition. Um, I have, I actually, actually, I found out I have Dutch on both sides of my family, but I know, mostly know on one side, but I got on both sides of my family. And I've actually celebrated this tradition um, as an adult. And so this is really interesting. So it's all about St. Nicholas. That's the thing about the Dutch. It's all about St. Nicholas and Sinterklaas, which is Santa Claus in Dutch. And... So the Dutch celebrate their, like, they kind of celebrate the season beginning December 5th. Uh, that's the first day. And now there's a controversial <laughs> thing that comes along with this as a person of color. They do have things called Black Peters. They're called Zwarte Pietens. And so they're his little helpers. And I just showed a picture of those. But it's a little cloud, a little interesting for that. But their whole thing is that Santa or Sinterklaas and the Black Peters go out and find the good children. So there's this thing where they say to keep all your record and of your behavior, like in a little book or something, all year, and they, they say you've been good. So what you're supposed to do is take these, well, shoes, or in the Dutch, the wooden clogs, put your shoes on a windowsill or by a fireplace. And you just put them there. And we always had fireplaces when I was growing up. Luckily, I looked out. I have a fireplace in my house right now. It doesn't work at the moment. Do you know chimney sweeps are expensive and are very busy? In L.A.? Had no idea. But anyways, I, I digress. But I have a fireplace, and you put them by the fireplace, so you put them on your windowsill. I got size 14 shoes, so I got to go by the fireplace. And they leave you presents. And it starts then. Now, they do continue to go through to December 24th, but it's December 5th, which is the major part of the, of the holiday. Um, now, here's the fun part that I always enjoyed, is they have these things called, they call letter cake. So, like, they would make these cakes in the shape of your letter of your name, of your first name. So for me, J, of course, so J's. Um, but they call them Blanc and Letter, 
which is letter cake. It's like a biscuit. It's a cake biscuit. It's really good. Um, and then also peppermint, uh, which is like another biscuit made with cinnamon. And then my favorites, stroke waffles. Oh my God, they're so good. Stroke waffles are so good. They're, they're like wafers with cinnamon in them. Later, when they invented microwaves, because I'm that old, uh, you put them in the microwave for like like 20 seconds, and they just melt a little bit more, and it's so good. They're good with coffee. I don't drink coffee, but put them in your, um, what you did? Uh, you take decaf or hot chocolate. One of those, but stroke waffles are the bomb. But the biscuits and letter cakes, them scan, they, they love they love their bakery goods. There's all oh, there's some stroke waffles. Mm, they love the bakery goods. They do. Um, and they say happy Christmas. We don't say Merry Christmas. Who's the Dutch? So there you go. So that's that one. It's a fun one. And then we move on to back to America. We're going to the South. We're going to Louisiana. That's where my father is from. And his mother is Creole, which is a mixture of black, French, and a few other things down there. So they take a lot of different cultures. And for me, it was all about the food. So growing up, my dad's mom took care of Christmas. We were always over there. Um, my father's birthday actually was Christmas Eve. James Sr. How interesting is that? So we would get presents in the morning, but we'd go for an early dinner. The centerpiece of the meal was gumbo. Oh, my goodness gracious. I love me some gumbo. Now, you might think, what's gumbo? So the easiest way to, to say it to people who never had it, it's like a, it's like a soup stew. Um, there are different kinds of gumbo, but the gumbo that I know about, that is the bomb, it's a seafood gumbo mixed with chicken and andouille sausage. So it usually has crab legs, shrimp, uh, okra, uh, they have they call it a, fil- a filet, which is what it's like the base, that's the stock that you cook it in, and you pour it over rice. It is, if you like all that, if you like all that stuff, you'll enjoy gumbo. You can make it spicy, not spicy. It's so good. Now, I know some folks just do chicken gumbo or sausage gumbo. I like seafood gumbo. I know it's expensive to make. It's expensive to make. So good. Um, but you put over rice, and we do that. We used to always have. Pineapple upside down cake, pineapple upside down cake. I love, I miss it so much. It's so, I love it. Literally, the pineapples are on top of the cherries and the glaze. It's so good. And then also, we'd have greens with ham hocks. You're like, what's a ham hock? Just trust me, it's good. Um, and then, side note, for New Year's, we have black eyed peas with the greens. That's for good luck. Do that. Cornbread dressing. Mmm. Sometimes a ham or shrimp etouffee, and then beignets, which are also desserts for uh, for Christmas. Was, oh, my God, the food was so good. My grandmother said I used to hum when I ate when I was a kid. I still do. Now, the other one has good food, too. Puerto Rico, the Puerto Ricans. Yes, 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 yes. My mom always had a nativity scene. It's very popular for, for that. The nativity scene, we had it for years until the baby Jesus got lost. I think a couple of the wise men got lost at some point. And also, I also think we lost the lamb, too. I think it's a lamb in the nativity scene. But anyway, so we had the lamb all day there. Um, but we had always a nativity scene up. But Christmas Eve was called Noche Buena. And we'd always eat food like arroz con gandules, which is rice with peas and pork. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. You get, you get a sick thing here. Pastelas, which is dough made from um, mashed green bananas. And they had stuff inside with meat inside. And coquito, which is like an eggnog with rum, but it's like their version. 
So good. And then also on a side note, we had we also celebrate later the Day of the Kings. They call it the whole season Epiphany. And it's over the 6th, 7th, and 8th of January. So they very much kind of carry it over from Christmas Eve to like the 8th of January. Some people keep their trees up that long. They don't take them down until after that. Um, and it honors, and, though, and that day honors the wise men and baby Jesus. I'm going to some baby Jesus. But it's another great holiday. It's so good. Oh, my God. I miss my grand Susie. I just want to give a shout out to her in heaven. She would make all my dishes for me when I go to New York. Um, she passed away a couple of years ago. And I just love having that tradition. It was always it was always so good. Everything's around food, folks. It's not food. But it's funny because these things, food has a lot of culture in them. And that's the whole point. It's culture and love. It's in food. Uh, so that's kind of, and things are passed down and symbols and symbolism is passed down through the meal. So the organizing tip actually is, you know, the holidays just sneak up on us really, really quickly. They just, they just, they just do. All of a sudden, like right now, Thanksgiving, and then all of a sudden Christmas is here. And you kind of, this is what I always say you should do. And I wrote this down because I'll make sure I get this. I kind of want to make sure I get this to you guys. I'm all about grouping things together. That's an organizing 101 thing. You group things together. But here's the deal. When it gets close to Christmas time or holiday time, could be Thanksgiving, start to pull the stuff you need and put it together. Now, if you want to keep it year-round, if you have enough space in your closet, in your, in your cabinets, sometimes you don't, but if you do, designate a cabinet or a section of a cabinet with, that is just for your holiday stuff. A lot of times it's baking products that you would only bake during the holidays or certain spices that you only use during the holidays, you only use the rest of the year. Have them all grouped together either in the back or on the side or on the corner so you can easily get them when it comes to holiday time. I'm all about rotation of stuff, and so... Um, I, I try to get all the stuff in my have a pantry, bring it all together, and then group it together. All the dressings, all the the box goods, all the tomato sauces, the yams, the candy, anything you use, cranberry sauces, group them all together. They have this way where you can actually rotate them. You can buy these things where you can actually sit them in there. They fit in, in cabinets. And you put the newest in the front, almost like being at the store. And you use them first. And so then the next one rolls down, you use that first, and the next one rolls down. When you buy them, you put the, the older ones, in the, the newer ones in the back so that the older ones get used. It's a great technique um, to do that because you're always wondering, does this go bad? Does it not go bad? That's a great way to do that. Um, but I try to gather everything together, usually around November 1st. Gather all the stuff together, make sure it's accessible somewhere and designate it in the kitchen or in the pantry that can get to it. And I know it's right there. It saves a lot of time trying to find that spice and this spice. And it saves you money. You don't want to do that. And I'll leave you for this. I want to ask a question before you oh. leave us for this. Okay. Yes. I want to know, because looking at all this food, I'm like, <laughs> forgive my language, damn. Like, <laughs> I love Creole cooking, and I never thought about it for Christmas. Oh, it's funny. so amazing. Okay. Like, gumbo is the best. It's the best. Uh, but, like, hearing about it having crab legs and shrimp mm -hmm. and all of this, like, you need a big gumbo pot. You need, like, all these different things to cook mm -hmm. all these different foods, especially when you get into Puerto Rican cuisine. Yes. How... What's an organizing tip for somebody like me that would love to cook all these different varieties of food, but you need specific dishes for them to be able to cook it? How do you make sure that you're not just filling your closet up with these different kind of dishes to make these different recipes once a year? That's a great question. Well, lots of see, here's the, here's the double-edged sword on that. A lot of us who have these products actually use them year-round. Like, we make gumbo more than once a year. So I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, in, in many ways, it's kind of like, they're just they're with our pots and pans that we use. Now I'll, I'll put them usually in the back of the of the cabinets if, if you don't use them very often. Again, rotating using the ones you use all the time up front. So that's a possibility, I guess. If you don't use these certain pots and pans, have them towards the back. 
And then I just it came back there. But if you know every year you're going to make gumbo or make certain things where you need the larger pots, like like crock pots. Most people have crock pots. You don't use them all year round. Use them when it's cold. So lots of you just store them in the back. Make sure you just have one. Don't have two or three of them. I guess that's one thing too. Or just have, I mean, I, I feel like it just, you can have them, but in the back, but many of us use them year round for different things, but it's just kind of, I think it's a, that's a good question. If you're not, if you're not Puerto Rican, but you like Puerto Rican food and you make it, then just have one pot and have it in the back. Because I just noticed that like for traditions, right? Yeah. My family always makes a Christmas goose. Oh, okay. And they yeah. always, they always stuff it with like the current stuffing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they use the pan that they cook it in once a year. And it's this yeah. gigantic monstrosity yeah. of a pan. Yeah. And I'm just like, every year they have to pull out all these pans to get access to it. I'm like, is should should we just have like a box in, in an attic somewhere? Well, you you can't you do that too. Well, I was going to say, the other thing you could do is have, well, we don't do boxes. I don't believe in boxes. But bins have a bin for special holiday cookingware. That's a good idea. And it had label it, put it in the garage or somewhere you can get it. And you had the larger bins so it could fit the stuff you only use once a year. Or twice a year, and you just pull it down when you need it. That's that's, that's an idea. Because because since they are using it every year to make that goose, you know, you said you should keep it, of course. And that's why you're the super organizer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so I'm going to leave you with this because he just brought up something that's really that I think is really important. Traditions can be a wonderful, wonderful thing, and uh, I believe that my ancestors are with me all the time, and I don't like to forget about them. And usually during the holiday times, it's when and birthdays too. Sometimes it's when you actually celebrate them, and it's a wonderful, wonderful traditions, and it, and you should pass them down to the next generation. I believe in the whole village mentality, and that's why I just want to invite you to think about that. So if you have any traditions or looking into traditions, look into them. If you don't know what your traditions are, you're thinking, "I found I'm Irish." Well, find out what the traditions are during the holidays and look them up. So I say that's a very important thing, and I'm grateful for everybody who came before me. I'm the Super Organizer James Live Jr. This is the Super Organizer Christmas Show on the Christmas 24-7. Follow us. Rate, comment, subscribe. Share it with anybody you think should, should hear this or see this. Follow me, James Live Jr. We're all James Live Jr. sold. This will be your platforms at James Live Jr. And we'll see you next time. From Chief Elf Officers Kevin Undergaro and Maria Menunos, Chief Spirit Officer Jeff Graham, and the entire The Christmas 24-7 channel, we would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV's The Christmas 24-7 channel. If you have questions or comments, email us at thechristmas247 at gmail.com. Until next time, do your best to give, forgive, and be merry. Ho, 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 ho.